Hey guys, welcome to the Ask Women podcast. This is going to be a special episode or a unique episode. Kristen is not here. She is on a job interview in New York, which may mean sad things for our show, but great things for Kristen and we'll keep you updated on that. But she is in New York and hopefully getting an awesome writing job, which she so deserves. Um, but I am here with Cam and Karen. Lee. Po- Lee Potter. Yes. Yes, and they uh, have a podcast called Sex Talk with My Mom. And um, we have been spending time with each other where we have been doing a podcast that is made for both of us that we can share. So this is like a little intro to this podcast. But why don't you guys tell my audience about you and who you are and what you do and why you're doing a show about sex with your mom. Yeah. No, sex talk. Sex talk with your mom. <laughs> yeah. not, not about having sex with your mom. There's no sex with right. my mom at all. Uh, what? So, where do we begin? Where do we begin? We've always been very close talking about sex. Do you? I mean, do you talk? You said you're very. Open yeah. With your well, I was saying, yeah, I talk to to my family yeah. about sex all the time. I mean, my mom listens to my podcast, so I'm very comfortable talking openly. Yeah. So we're talking about when he was in high school. Yeah, growing up, she was like very much the cool mom. So we would, my friends would come over and talk about their relationships with her. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. Was, we had a lot of fun. We'd, like, we'd stay up till like one or two in the morning and just chat. Yeah. And then in, in high school, my dad died very suddenly. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and that really flipped our worlds upside down. Yeah. And sudden, and so we kind of, our whole family kind of clung together. Yeah. Got you closer for sure. Yeah, he's got Much a closer. sister and a younger brother. And uh, eventually you started dating again. Yeah, I went out in the dating world um, in my 40s and it was um, it was challenging because I didn't really know where to go. I didn't know about Marnie the wing girl then. Uh, so what I did is I thought to myself, well, I'm just, you know, I'm going to start my own YouTube channel and help women like me, either through death or divorce, go out and get their ass back out there. And so I wrote this book, uh, which I'm going to give you a copy of here, A Cougar's Guide to Getting Your Ass Back Out There. Uh, mainly for women, and I decided to start a YouTube channel for women, and it turned out that there was just a bunch of 18 to 35-year-old horny guys wanting to know about cougars. Right, so all the people watching her YouTube channel were just dudes. Yeah, well, so what do you tell these dudes? Like, what are Same you... Same kind of thing that you do. Like, we talk about, like, you know, how to get old... It's mostly, how do I attract older women? Where can I so meet an older woman? Uh, oh, you gotta read my new book, which is <laughs> gonna be called The Secrets of Dating Older Women. But basically, it's very similar to what you're saying. You know, you have to do some self-discovery and and ask really good questions and be a great listener. You know, be confident. You know, ask women, uh, I mean, ask them about what their passions are. I think that's like the best question. If someone asked me that, I'd be like, you really give a shit about me? You know, make that person feel special. But what, what's the difference between that and somebody who's in the 20 or 30 or who hasn't been in a relationship, like a long-term relationship? Yeah, I mean, I think there's so many advantages. And, and as you'll hear later on in this part, podcast, uh, some of the advantages of dating older because they're more experienced, they're more adventuresome, I think they are independent, they're not as needy, they don't play as many games. There's a lot of really good reasons. And usually you find a guy like your husband who's been with, was it your husband? I think you told that story later on in the podcast. Oh, what? I want to hear what you're going to say. That, you know, if, if oh, it was another another gentleman, I forgot who it was, but if if you have had a good experience with when you were in your early 20s or whatever with an older woman, you want to replicate that. 
because they right. they teach you so much. They're non-judgmental. You can do your own thing. You don't have to like worry about like, is she playing games. There's a lot of reasons that it, that relationship works really well. Well, so is it different for you when you have a younger guy approaching you versus an older guy? Like, do you expect more from that older man, or is there like a different way that you you when view I was single? I'm, I've been in a relationship with a younger guy actually for ten years. Um, but when I was single and most of the guys were younger approaching me, it was great because it was like, there's no expectations that, you know, that, that I'm going to be in another marriage. I and mean, guys seem to get divorced and they want to get remarried right away. And so I want to go back to what, what, how we started this podcast. Well, do, <laughs> no, but these I, are important oh, questions yeah. for my audience oh, to I'm hear. Sorry. Like, I understand, like, that's how you started the podcast because oh, you were doing this gotcha, show and gotcha, gotcha. you're a comedian. I didn't want to and, the time. Yeah, exactly. but this is the important information for my guys listening. Oh, is like, how for do your they, guys listening. Yeah, how okay. do they get an older woman if that's what it's, they want? It, it, it's, and if they are older, how do they have to act differently to get you? I just think, you know, there's, there's, you just use your charm the way you do any woman. And uh, I think just be very super confident. You do need to have your A game. You can't dress like a little kid and you can't act like a little kid because older women are not going to put up with that crap, you know? like So what, what do you mean by acting like a like little kid? Like you can't uh, make a plan and then not show up, you know, like young guys sometimes do that. They play those kind of things. Oh, my buddies, we went out drinking. You can't do that. You do that and then you're, you're done. And you can't also have sex and just be totally self-centered and just get off and not give a shit about the woman because you will not have a second chance. So how do, how does this differ from trying to date a younger woman? Like if like, I feel like I would go use those same strategies to be date a younger woman. I think the expectations are that you're not going to end up in a relationship, uh, like a sure. long term relationship. If there's like a twenty year age difference, for example, if you're twenty five and you're with someone forty five. So you're saying from the are, woman's point of view, she's thinking like this can't thinking, be anything serious. It's not going to be that serious. We're going to have a lot of fun. It's playful. So if it's not fun and playful, then you're out. Yeah, that's not going to last. But usually it, it's such a great experience from so many, I have so many, so many comments on my YouTube channel over the last, you know, how many years since 2012 of uh, unbelievable experiences that younger guys have with older women that carry with them and some of them marry them. <laughs> there are people that do end up like myself in long-term relationships. Would, do you think I would have to change my, the way game? I approach women or my game by... Approaching an older woman versus approaching a younger woman is the same thing. I think you would do very well because no, older no, no. women would appreciate. He's, he's just talking about in general. Like, yeah, do you yeah, think yeah. that no. guys in general? No, Cam in, in general would do better because he is less of a game player. But like, okay, so, so the guys who listen to my show, so if they're like, I want to date an older woman, it would they have to act differently to date an older woman versus act like how they would act to date somebody who's their age. I think they would have to find something in common, which is kind of hard. Like you'd have to find something that interests the person. I remember a guy like was, I was like, I'm not going to be interested in this guy. He's just like, look like a child. But he started talking to me about music and uh, like we had indie rock in common. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, this guy's not bad. You know, I can find something, you have to find something in common because you don't have the traditional stuff that you have in common. You have to go places where older women hang out. You have to go to like, you know, like steakhouse bars or uh, discos or karaoke or country western bars or someplace where there's live music or something. Like yeah, I don't think I'd be you wouldn't be You wouldn't be going to the same women places. Women my age yeah. at like a, yeah, You're not Ruth's gonna, Chris bar or well, something Well, that's, like that. if you want to find older women, that's where you need to go. Yeah. You, you've got, I mean, you have to go someplace that older women are going to be comfortable hanging out and you're not going to, they're not going to hang in that frat bars. They're not going to hang in the, the places that younger kids go, the clubbing. They're not going to do that. I mean, unless things have changed. Well, no, but it doesn't sound like they have. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't think that they have. I would think that's exactly the same. 
But there are guys that just have this older woman preference and they know how to play that game and they do it well. I mean, it, it, if for someone who's sincere like you and confident and funny, I think you'd be you know, well-suited for an older woman. Thank you. What's the difference in the way that they, they talk to you? Is there something that's like a they hook? Have, they just have younger guys that had, were successful with me have a lot of confidence. Like one time I walked up to a group of guys because you can get older women like myself who want this too. I just walked up to a group of guys that are hanging around. I'm like, which one of you guys want to dance with me? And like one guy stepped up and we ended up like having like a year long relationship. I mean, it was like maybe six times. That's an example of you having confidence. Not, but I guess the guy who was confident enough to actually stand up, but that doesn't take that much. It seems like a very easy... uh, Would you say most most women that are out and if they're single, are they looking for somebody to to actually be the confident one first and just go up and approach them? Would would most most older women women like that? Expecting the younger guys still to walk up to them, but they will send out signs verbally and non-verbally that they're interested in a younger guy. Well, first of all, if there's been many times I've been out with like two or three girls, and a guy will walk up to us and start talking, and one of the girls will like go, "He's cute." And they'll start talking to him. Has this ever happened to you, Marty? That I've said that a guy's cute if he comes up to me? No, that, that like you've been out with your girlfriends and, and one guy walks up to your table and just starts talking to you guys. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. So, but what did, what did your table do prior to that to signal? Like what are the nonverbals that you're talking I about? I think it's a lot of eye contact, it's smiling, it's body language, it's, you know, hair flicking. And you might, you know, you, you can, like I interviewed one of the male porn stars and he said he'd walk up to the table and and just like make one little gesture and start talking and and then he'd sit down and talk for a minute and then he'd say oh I got to go to the bathroom so that as he walked away the girl could see his butt. <laughs> so do you think that older women are are more confident with men so that they're more straight with them about what they want? I think they're more confident with younger guys. What do they got to lose? They're thinking oh he's just a young guy who cares. If you stick around, you're a young guy and you stick around, you're persistent. Uh, someone's gonna you're gonna take the weakest uh, of the, of the antelopes or whatever or the one that is into it. I mean, because I've been with older women and they're like, oh my god, I just this this guy was just so persistent. I finally just gave him my number, and they ended up sleeping with him. Okay, so <laughs> it, it, there are and, and you have friends that are like that that have been in relationships with older women. Maybe they met him through work or whatever. Mm-hmm. And what have their responses been? That is a great experience. I don't think you're. I don't think it's a tough. Uh, I think you're preaching to the choir here. I imagine a lot of the listeners are already into older women. I don't think it's a thing you it, need to it's convince. It's a new thing, though, considering like 20 years ago. It was not and nobody wanted it, it now? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, before Demi Moore, everything, it was like, that was a no It was very faux pas. Yeah. It was like the other way around is totally cool. And there's still a stigma attached. I mean, whenever I tell my uh, my boyfriend's age, people are like, oh, you go, girl. You know, it's just like, you know, and it, it's not an easy thing to be in a relationship with someone who's significantly younger if you're the older woman. But it's worth it because there are definite, you know, reasons that it works. What do you think about men dating younger women? That's a different dynamic. A lot of younger girls are looking for that, financial support yeah. by dating the older man. It, 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 it doesn't seem to be the same reasons for dating. Like the younger girl is going for that older guy for some financial reasons, for some you know, status reasons, things like that. And he might be going for like, oh, I'm you know, reinventing my, uh, you know. Do you I, think that's I, true? I, I think that might be true for some people. I think another reason why women want, younger women want older men is because they can kind of play a little bit of a, they have a more daddy-daughter relationship, which I think some women and some men want want in a partner. 
Yeah. Well, that that's part of it as well. Do you think that there should be a limitation on how? I no, I don't think. I think age is a number, and you, if it works, it works. If there's a connection, it's a connection. I wouldn't worry about the age at all. I agree with you. And so, like a lot of guys poop. write into me saying, like, I feel like a sicko that I'm going after girls who are half my age, or that I shouldn't be doing this, or that you know society's going to say no. And I, you know, who gives I, a shit. I, 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 that's what I say as well. It's like who cares as long as they're legal, like. Play ball, have fun. Yeah, yeah. You're, why would you want to limit the people that you can connect with to just a small group who is appropriate for you? I think that's key. Defined you don't, by who? You don't want a type, you know. You just don't. You never know what what your type is going to change over to. Yeah. Well, so continue about. So you you were doing the cougar thing. So then, how did you guys start this podcast? So I was doing stand up uh, during like I. I did comedy all through college and then afterwards. So I was doing a lot of stand up and talking about my mom and my stand. I had like at first just one joke about her and it got really well received. So I was like, oh, I'll just keep expanding on this set. And then I would just do full sets where I was trying to sell her book to the audience, reading passages from it. Release um, your inner stripper, things like that. And people that. would come up to me after these shows and be like, is that, that's funny? Is it true? Like, uh, yes. Why the fuck would I make up? <laughs> My mom is a cougar sex expert. I have to say that I redefined the word cougar. I was trying to figure out, like, how do you describe this woman that she's confident and, you know, there's, there's a special... It's not like a mature woman that's not going to work. It's not a single hot mom. It's it's not a MILF. It's just, there was no word. So I figured, damn it, I'm using the word cougar. It's the best that can conjure up. And we're going to do confident, older, unique, genuine, assertive, and racy. That's it. I cougar. like it. An acronym. I like it. So I would include that in my stand. <laughs> and uh, eventually, we made a video together that was well received. So we're like, we should just make a podcast, and we've been doing this for two and a half years. That's awesome. Yeah. And you, uh, you'll you'll reveal later in the episode that we've done together is that you listen to my podcast, which I think is really cool. Yeah, your oh, podcast yeah, is awesome. totally. Yeah. And it, it influenced a lot of our podcasts. Awesome. Yeah, that's cool. I did not know a lot of our podcasts that. Maybe yours was one of the first that I yours was one of the first podcasts I actually was listening to. So. Right. Oh. Like I can do better than this. I'm going to make my own. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. could, I could yeah. do this better than this with my mom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's a fresh spin on it. Yeah. Okay, so awesome. So where do people listen to your podcast? Uh, you can find us in any wherever you're listening to this podcast. Just look up "Sex Talk with My Mom" and with my mom. Where my are you mom? from originally? Chicago. Yeah, yeah. same with my husband. That's oh, how he says, "Mom." Chicago. Yeah, that's oh, where you, he, he, you picked a good one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he's a good guy. Where did you guys meet? We met on the beach. I had dated two of his friends actually, and so one person who it didn't work out with invited me around and kept inviting me and my girlfriends around too because he had guy friends and he's like, "Come to the beach. We have margaritas on the beach. We play volleyball. Come hang out." And I met my husband on the beach. We talked for a couple of hours. I was not attracted to him, oh, but I kept so I kept seeing I wasn't him. Attracted to my husband when I first met him either. It's interesting, and it's right? Good to be friends first, I think. Well, we, I wouldn't say that we were friends first. Oh, <laughs> like I thought we, you were a little hussy. Probably. Or he, I was a lot younger than him too. So he was like, oh, this is just like some young little girl running around. She's not anything serious. But he he did actively pursue me. He would come up and talk to me every single time that I would hang out with those guys. And then like the third or fourth time we were hanging out, he his behavior was different. He was wearing glasses. He was sitting down. I don't know. It was just different. And he was sarcastic with me and witty. And I was like, oh, is this guy cute? And I can't really tell. And something like just made me see him differently. Mm. He wasn't my typical type. 
Like, I used to love short Jews. Like, that was my type and who I was into. Like, I would have been all over you, like, 15 oh, years like, ago. Like, like I don't know if that was a put-down or what. Yeah. No, but I'm, saying, short, but, it's not, but I'm saying, like, like guys who are, like, my like like my size, or not my size. You're making it worse right now, making it worse. I know, yeah. sorry. No, a, but I'm a saying, like. A miniature Jew is what I was looking <laughs> for. You, it sounds like Cam's, like, five foot three. Right, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you're not actually, like, I, like he's, he is 245 pounds, and he's six foot four. Like, he's, like, a big dude, and he's half. Black and like, like he's, he's just half like, black. yeah, he's we just look like a lot of white, right? <laughs> exactly. No, but I was like, like I, I like other guys. Like I am, I am sort of like <laughs> making fun of you a little bit. I feel like but I'm not, you're, you're I'm not at Most all. Do, like I'm not. Tra- that's who I was attracted to before. Guys who were like, are you attracted to my son? I, I do find <laughs> your son very attractive. Thank I will you. be honest. But like that, that's you're my typical type usually. And he was just not even on my radar. And then. Because he persisted and just the way that he was acting, he caught my attention and then I asked him for his phone number and we went out. And it was it was not like who I had typically dated before. So it was very different for me. And it was, you know, a gradual liking that happened. Mm. But it was it was a How good. long was it until you had sex with him? Two months. Oh. Mm-hmm. And that was a deliberate act on your part or his part or both? Uh, my my part, actually. Um, I had come out of a relationship before that that totally set me back sexually because he was not comfortable with sex. And so it like weirded, I don't know, I was very weird about sex at that point. Like I used to be so open and so into doing things and then I sort of closed myself up for a bit. And then when I met my husband, he reopened me that back up and I was, up kind, of, I was mm. kind of weird about sex for a bit, sadly. Yeah, sex can really mess with people. If you have like some, a partner who's got some issues, it can really get into your head. Yeah, it can. Like I, and they weren't huge issues, but that he wasn't comfortable with sex. Like, so I would say things like, what do you like? What do you want me to do? And he'd say, he would say, stop asking me that. Ooh. Stop asking me that. So then you're like mortified and, I'm like, and uh, ashamed. Okay. Yeah. And so anyway, so it, it wasn't a, a wonderful thing. Um, but yeah, it, but it definitely was that. But then I, I met game. my husband and yeah. Well, we have two kids, so we definitely have sex still. Um, but Not we, separate bedrooms. No, and we have a, a, a nice sex life, which is good. Well, it sounds like he's which a hottie. Really good. He is a hottie. He's awesome. And so are you. Oh, I was not you. meaning Cam, to like... No, no. I, I, did not, I, right I have now. a problem no, no. with language sometimes where I do... like, I, And I'm not even meaning to in my mind. Like in my mind, I'm I, that's not even what I'm thinking, but it comes out wrong. So I apologize for that because you, you're very cute. Thank you. I was not offended Are you a Sagittarius? I am a Sagittarius. Am I good or what? You are good. How many times? Even on this podcast, I guess I'm number one because Sagittarius have a tendency to put their foot in their mouth. Yeah, I do constantly. When my husband, when we first started dating... I had bruises on my leg because he would kick me under the table so many times with oh things that I God. was saying. And I'm like, what did I say? And he's like, you just said this. And I'm like, I don't even know what came out of my mouth. <laughs> it was really bad. And now he's used to it, so I don't have any more bruises. Or I'd, And I've also toned myself down a little bit. But anyway, so this is a special episode of this podcast. This was a nice little intro to the episode we just did, yes. which was me on Sex Talk with my mom. I right. wanted to make sure I said that correctly. Um, but I hope that you guys enjoy it because on the episode, we cover uh, how to be casual when dating women and how to figure out what it is that you want and how to ask yourself the right questions Mm -hmm. so that you can get to the place where you can figure out what you want and why it's important to know what it is that you want. Because I think it's important for every single person listening to this podcast to always ask, am I doing something that I want? Am I happy? And am I on the right path? Yeah. You also change my expectations on what I should be expect, like, yeah, what should I expect when dating? 
Good. I'm glad. See, all these things I do, I don't even know it. Look at that. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, so keep listening. It's going to come up after this break. step-by-step instructions on how to get the girl sent right into your mailbox every single day, then sign up for your free Wing Girl Method newsletter at winggirlmethod.com slash advice. When you sign up, you'll also get a free copy of my best-selling book, 10 Devastating Mistakes Men Make with Women and How to Avoid Them. Go to winggirlmethod.com slash advice and sign up now. Marnie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks oh, for having excited me. To have you. I am excited too. I think it's so interesting that the two of you do a show together. Ah, and I'm glad that you reached out to me. I felt flattered. Well, yours. I, I was just telling you in the elevator that your podcast uh, helped me date, like starting four years ago. Well, and then I was saying you're still single, so I, I've been doing a horrible job. <laughs> yeah, I have. I, I'll take ownership for you that. You can lead like, a horse to water, but you ex- can't. Thank make you. Them drink. Thank you. Exactly <laughs> right. But uh, a lot of my clients think that I should be able to make them drink, but. I'm not able to. But yes, lead a horse to water. Give you the proper information. You're full of wisdom. So I wanted to see if we can first dive into like how to meet people because I think that's like the first obstacle that I've been... Well, first let's find out the name of your show and everything. No, okay. Well, my show is called the Ask Women Podcast, but my business is called the Wing Girl Method where I coach men around the world on how to attract, date, seduce, get, and keep any woman they want if they choose to keep her. There you go, Cam. You hear that? Yes. And I did want to know, like, is this like pickup artist stuff or is this a different category? No, I, I don't even know how to make a routine or give people lines, to be honest. I I'm, agree. It's not, People have labeled me as the first ever female pickup artist or the number one female pickup artist, but I'm not. <laughs> I think I think that there was such limited options out there for men in terms of self-help and dating advice that it all got lumped into one category of pickup artistry. But lately, it's been segmenting off into different sectors. So I'm a dating coach or more so an attraction coach because oh, I teach I men like about how to coach. create attraction and really be attracted to themselves. Oh, I like that too. Yeah. So this is if someone if someone is not attractive and they are like, oh my God, no one wants to talk to me. You can kind of convince them how to be charming. Yeah, or, absolutely. Wow. Wow. Everybody's attractive. They just have right, to right. clear off all the crap on top of them. Oh, okay. So what's like the... No, like, is there a, a nutshell version of like what you usually tell people? A nutshell version? <laughs> I know this is like a very extensive process. Yeah, well, the first, okay, the key thing to my method and to the Ask Women podcast is that in order to get what you want, you have to ask for it. That's, that's the nutshell. So you have to work up the courage to ask for it. You have to know what you want and you have to be clear, concise, and comfortable asking for what you want. And then you can get anything that you want or at least be okay with it if you don't get it. Oh, wow. So I guess the first barrier to that is like, what if you don't know what you want? Well, you should figure it out. And that's what I help people do. Yeah, how do you figure it out? 
Yeah, how do you figure it out? You ask yourself questions. You let me ask you questions. And all of my programs I have, I mean, it's going to be overwhelming for some people to hear, but like a list of 50 questions to ask yourself to get to know you better. Because when you're walking around aimlessly saying, I don't know what I want or who I want, and I have no boundaries, and I have no limitations, and I have no expectations... Then you're you're walking around like a mishmash of of useless information. The more that you know mm-hmm. about yourself and what you want and who you want, then you can say yes, no, not for me, or whatever the person's doing in front of you, not in line with what it is that I want for my life. It helps you be more selective and helps you really evaluate the people in front of you. If you don't know what you want, you're willing to accept anything yeah. because yeah. you don't know who you are and you don't know why you're valuable. Is so, there a key question that is like pretty, like? eye-opening that people wouldn't think to ask themselves? I would say that most people I work with would say I do have questions that that give them that response. I I think I ask a lot of questions, so for each person it's a different thing. But I think at the very core of it, it's what is it that you want? I know that's a simple question. It's very in line Mm -hmm. with what I was saying before. It's not an eye-opening question, but I think so many people haven't asked themselves that in the past or don't realize that they can have what they want, mm-hmm. or they get to choose what they want. That I think once they read a lot more of my material and realize that they can mm-hmm. ask for what they want, that it's pretty empowering for them. Mm-hmm. It's about self awareness to me too. If, yeah, a- if absolutely. You don't know yourself. How is someone else going to be a mind reader and know you? Absolutely. And like I, I sexy it up. Obviously, you know what right, I do is I right. coach men how, on how to understand women and get women. Well, so yeah, and also I, I put that on the women too, as far as like you know, people want you to be a mind reader about sex, for example. And you can't be a mind reader if you don't... How can I read someone, a guy's mind, for example, if he doesn't know the way he likes to have an orgasm? Or the same, conversely, like a woman who doesn't masturbate, how is she, the guy's how is she going to know? Gonna know? Yeah, Absolutely. Exactly. So it's all about like, first you have to know yourself. What are your passions? What do you, what do you want to do with your life? You know, what are your goals? Well, you know, and then, and then mind and body, and then you can be able to go out in the world and figure out like who you're going to be wanting to be attracted to. Absolutely, a hundred percent. So, so like, we're even, in sync there, Marnie. Yes, good. I'm glad. So, what? So, you're you're able to f- help people figure out what they look, what they want, and then go after go it. Go after it. Yeah, you make a map and you make a path, and then it becomes easier. Is that the main obstacle to finding what you want, or is there something else that you find? Yeah, it's more the often? first step to figuring out. Okay. What you can get. It's the first question I always get asked. It's like, yeah. how, well, it's usually mine is involving older women. How do I attract a cougar? And what's your response? You wear the cougar spray. <laughs> no, that's not my response. <laughs> that would be some people's no, response. My, 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 mine is the same way. What, what, you know, it's about self awareness, you know, figure out who you are. And then, you know, just don't be fearful about it. Just five, four, three, two, one, go up and talk to them. There you go. I'm bringing up the Mel Robbins five second rule again. But you need but it's, to it's push one, two, three, yourself. Yeah, like absolutely. Just push her down the slide. Go up to that person. Introduce yourself. Ask her compelling questions like, "What are your passions?" Don't walk up and say some pickup line like, "You're really hot," or "You're," you know. One guy was like, oh, "Is your last name Campbell?" Because you are good. I mean, it's like the worst lines ever. I feel like those are going to come back though at some point. Like <laughs> pickup lines. You- if you oh, told yeah. those off well, they're freaking funny. Like the tr- the truth I is, is exactly yeah, what you were yeah. saying before I about keep remembering that, so it obviously worked. Yeah, exactly. It caught your attention. Yeah. It, it's what happens after that line the that's more line. important. The first and, line is not hard. The second line is harder. Yeah. So like I tell guys that it's not about what you say; it's about how you say it. And if some guy came up to me and did that Campbell's line, and he kind of said it like, "I know I'm being super cheesy, but like I'm owning this right now," that would perk mm-hmm. my ears up. It would, in some way, I would using, bite. Back using humor, using humor. Yeah, it using would be humor good. works well. 
But if you don't have that base to start off with of I'm really comfortable with who I am or I'm going to try and be comfortable with who I am and just go for it, like that boldness, women can feel that instantly. So if you don't have that in place, then Mm -hmm. you could say the most magical panty dropping 100% approved line and it's going to fall flat for you. No, I think Cam, like for example, not that you're the guinea pig here, but Cam can use his comedy because he's so funny, you know, and it's like... I, anybody that uses humor can immediately get women. I mean, I'm convinced of it. Yeah. Thank you for thinking I'm funny, mom. Thanks, mom. Uh, <laughs> I, I found it's very, yeah, thanks, mom. I, I found it actually quite challenging to be, some, it totally depends on the night for me. Like some nights I'm like feeling good, I'm feeling confident, I can go up, I'm in just in a jokey mood and I can just talk to someone. But then other times I'm like, insecure, I'm intimidated, I'll go up to someone who I think is attractive and I'll I'll like be this I I have the the default of like going into like a darker, more serious philosophical okay. part of me. That it that it kind of is like that pushes, what you do when you're I th- nervous? I think you go to something more serious? Uh maybe. That, that, is it? That's wow. one defense. Oh, this, okay. this is a, I think so, yeah. How long and all of a sudden you got right to the core of Cam's issues. <laughs> no, he yeah. got to the core of it. Well, no, he was is, saying I'm, this. I'm, no, I but it's interesting. Yeah. Do you know how to how to fix I that? Actually, I was gonna ask you how do you, you fix it? You that? honestly just announce it out loud. So once you start to notice it, you can adjust it either on your own and just say like, okay, now I'm being too serious. And you can pre-program yourself. So like if you know that this is a habit that you break into when you do get nervous in front of somebody, Mm -hmm. you can have an example of something that you've said in a lighter situation that you can pull out of your back pocket and say, okay, what I'm noticing that I'm getting really serious, I can just lean on this joke or this quote or this whatever it is to get me Mm. into a lighter mood. Or the best thing that I think is really to just say it out loud. Like, oh my God, I'm super serious right now, aren't I? Because then you can make light of it (laughs) and then switch it up. That's pretty good, yeah. And then it gets it off of your shoulders of like, she must be thinking I'm being so super deep and serious and being being self-conscious about it. Yeah. I, I would you feel comfortable doing that? Yeah, I mean, you you just saw at lunch. I went up to like one of my favorite comedians and like gave him a straw because he gave me a straw the last time he saw me like years ago. That's cool. Who was it? Uh, Nathan Fielder. Okay, I don't know who that oh, is. Nathan for you? He's like oh. it's in kind of an obscure comedy show, it's but very very it's obscure, very funny. Funny. Okay, I love it. I'm out of the comedy world, even though Kristen is my co-host and she's a comedian. Oh. I'm very out of it. So Jay Larson was my husband's roommate when we oh, first no met. Way. And so we would go see comedy all the time and like hang out with comedians. Like Jay would bring all the comedians home Mm -hmm. and just laugh forever. And then like, obviously I'm married now and I have kids, so we don't go out to comedy as much. Uh, But um, I used to love it. Yeah, that sounds very fun. Yeah, kids. Not having fun, not going out. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about having comedians come to yeah, your house. Yeah, oh, prior. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. that exciting life. for you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was the best thing. I would wait up. Like my husband would fall asleep, but I would wait up until Jay got home because he would walk in with like uh, like Nick Thune and um, God, who else? Rory, whatever his name is. And, like, like bigger comedians now. He'd walk in with them and then we would just like laugh because they would just, oh, Sebastian, like people like that, like all the good comedians. That's awesome. And we just like laugh like crazy. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That, <laughs> does, that's, does Jay have a roommate now? Maybe Cam wants to go roommate. He's got a wife. Oh. His roommate. His roommate he is can his still, wife. He can still go see his shows though yeah, if you right, want. Yeah. Is his wife funny? <laughs> no. Not at all. Not on purpose. Oh. She's not even close to being a comedian, but she is hilarious because she's well, not. That's kind of how Nathan Fielder is. There mm-hmm. you go. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Maybe opposites attract. They do. So anyway, I think that's a rare occurrence though. If I see a comedian, I can kind of muster up the courage to do this. But I found that it's much easier if I'm like at a party or I've met someone through friends where there's like a reason to be talking to each other versus if I'm at like a random 
bar or something to, or walking down the side of the street or even in yoga class, it's like super challenging to like even yeah, say hi to Yeah, because it's a complete someone. stranger. Complete have, stranger. You don't know why you're really approaching them. Yes. Listen, that's, that's a normal thing. And I would say like the, the, the chance of that actually becoming something is not really that oh, big. Oh, wow. The, the number one place to meet people is through your friends and now online as well or through apps in some way. So mm-hmm. those, those are the better places to spend your time on. But if you do want to master like street game or you know what other pick, what, whatever pickup artists are teaching you about, about mm-hmm. how to approach random people then that just takes practice of doing it like like going and doing it day after day because no matter what it's going to take a while to get over that hump of oh my god I'm like randomly approaching a person right. on the street and you can use my method for breaking into conversation which is called OSA Okay. So it's observe, share, and ask. And if you've listened to my podcast, you've heard me talk about it a Jeez, million times. Marnie, I feel like we were like sisters in a prior life. Why do you teach this stuff too? I, Did you steal always, it from me? No, I didn't <laughs> even know that it existed until just now. Oh, so. But here's my my idea is like usually I just I'm because I've tried to do the reverse and walked around the room. You talk about something in your environment. Like yeah. you just talk about, oh, look what's on TV, or or if the person's wearing my boyfriend's a master of this. If the person has tattoos, to talk about the tattoos or talk about it, what what the necklaces or something in the environment. Yeah. So you're not talking like you're not pick, trying to pick someone up. You're just talking about things like you talk to another of the same sex person that yeah. you're not intimidated by. Yeah. But no matter what, at the end of the day, that is is going to carry a, a different level of stress mm-hmm. compared to talking to somebody mm-hmm. who you yeah. sort of have a reason to be talking to. If you're meeting somebody through a friend, you have some sort of connection already. When you're meeting a random person, you don't know what your connection is other than the fact that you're walking on the same street or you're going to the right. same mall. But those are the things that you can lean on at first and then you can segue into other things because women will give you information to use even mm-hmm. if it's one word or two words or whatever it is and you can build mm-hmm. on that one word or two words because each of those words you have an association with and as a comedian you're really good at making associations so it makes it and easier observing. for you and observing yeah. and making having good interesting twists on the observations that's mm. the benefit to being a comedian because you can do something with that information a lot of people oh, are not point. wonderful observers mm. or association makers but you get the benefit because you can have fun with it so the observation you. of you're not talking very much oh do you like only one word answers you know who i know who makes one word an- like you could right, have right. an association with it to make fun of like i don't know charlie chaplin and bring him into this this scenario as well because you're quick-witted you can tie that in but it does take practice to and be able to yeah. be okay with it be, he doesn't want to be like on stage you know, you can't. Like, you well, the careful. truth is, is that in the beginning of approaching, you are on stage because mm-hmm. you you are presenting yourself to this individual who knows nothing about you, who could mm-hmm. be afraid of you, and in today's climate as well, it's like worried what you're going to do yeah. because you're a random person approaching her. But the more that you can share through your body language, through your facial gestures, and through the words that come out of your mouth, the more you can alleviate some of that fear mm. from her. Mm. And what it, if the girl's name is Leslie? Or or uh, Natalie. Why? Why? What's going on with Leslie and Natalie? Girls that that he's attracted to are named. No, here's the here's what happens. My mom is convinced that their name is Natalie, and I don't think I've ever dated a Natalie. All right, maybe Leslie. I at one point went through three dating three different Leslies. Nice. (laughs) Okay. There's your thing. So They're very if I unusual hear names. Oh, really? I know so many Leslies. My really? aunt's name is Leslie. One of my no, best friends in high school is Leslie. unusual for someone in their 20s. Yeah, that is Maybe true. Not unusual. It, yeah, it is an unusual name. Yeah. But, so that's why I say, I'm just, I'm lightening it up. I'm lightening the mood a little here. But let's hear what's going on with you and dating. That's, that is an issue. I love you. Get right down to it. Uh, the, I think. Or there is no issue. You're in your 20s. You're having fun. Well, yes. not really. <laughs> okay. So I, I, I'm kind of, I, I find myself often in a bind. 
Okay. Where I would love the companionship of someone. Um, but then when I actually start spending time with them, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't want to spend any time with this person. I, oh, like, really? There are a few people I actually enjoy. Are you an introvert? With. Maybe. No. He he literally I, said he wasn't. He did not have fun spending time with me recently on a podcast. It was that I I rescinded that statement. That was a mean statement. I did not mean it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, th- I think that is a. So you just need time to recharge and alone time. Yeah. Or you really do not enjoy them. <laughs> it's hard to find someone that I'm both very attracted to and also very wanting stimulated to spend. by. But I yeah. think that's normal okay. too, right? If, if it was so easy, people would be matching up like crazy. It's well, just, it just depends because maybe the people that you're approaching are people that you think you can get as opposed to the people that you want. So you may not, are you going after the people that you want? Like, do you enjoy them in the beginning and then just are like, yeah, this isn't so exciting anymore? It's hard to even find people that I, I want. Okay. Yeah. That's not really that abnormal, to be honest, especially because you are in your 20s and you're probably focused on your career. So if somebody's going to take your time away, they better be pretty spectacular. Yeah, totally. So I get that. And plus you're a man, so you're single focused on your career right now. So it's hard to be jointly as focused on women. Man, so it, very, very astute, exactly. Well, (laughs) Thanks, Mom. It's nice that you're kind of like... Like, because a lot of my questions are like, how much should I expect to really get along with someone um, when dating? When dating them, like, is it something that I just you just learn to appreciate over time? I will or is say like- that this is like a thing for people in their twenties, and it's a trend because I think there's first of all there's so much stimulus out there. There's so many things mm. available to you the that can catch your attention. There. Like, think like even now I have a I have a four year old and an eighteen month old, oh. and I think about like Jeez. like them. Outside of school, they have movies and YouTube and this and that and flashy things. Like for them to then go to school afterwards and have to like color and paint, mm-hmm. that must be, it's like so one dimensional and yeah. like not yeah. so, like my, my son does like it, but like of course he likes TV and like flashy things way better. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine the same thing as with dating. Like there's so many things that are out there and it's totally, like, there's so many fun options of things to do that are virtual and real right. that to then partner up is like, oh, wait. Yeah, it's not as exciting. Totally. So it's not a goal for a lot of people. It's exactly. al- it's almost like in porn, also drawn. Not, not oh yeah, not for sure. Cam's, for example, he doesn't really watch it, from my knowledge. And what we've no, I've said several times yeah. I'm not a huge porn watcher, but right. But I think porn really like makes it so super easy, especially with now with sex bots too and cam girls and everything. That why would people want to bother with real women? You know, that's. I mean, that is the like. I know I'm going to be obsolete soon because some people aren't going to be <laughs> wanting to be with real women because there's so many other exciting things. My sister is 27 years old. She has the most fun life ever. And she's like, why would I want a relationship right now? I'm just going to slow me down. We were walking just about a half hour ago and I was saying, I envy, you know, I have a boyfriend, living boyfriend, but I envy not having to account to anybody, you know? Oh my God, Because he was saying, yeah. he, he's like, what age would you want to be? I go, your age. If I could do it over again, I want to be your age because you don't have to account to anybody. You could just do your own thing. You can, you want to go travel, you travel. The only thing you got to do is show up for your job and that's it. Make money. Exactly. Well, you don't have to either. How old's your brother? 24. Yeah, so you're fine. You can go do the same thing. What? 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 Well, you don't have to be accountable either. Oh, no, 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 no. no. I, would, I have to be accountable to my partner. I can't just go and... Like, oh, but I thought you were saying to your partner, you don't have to be accountable to anybody. No, no, I was saying to Cam. Oh, Cam okay, gotcha. Sorry. I asked, I asked yes, her what exactly. you, yeah, how old she'd want to be. I thought you were saying your boyfriend. 
Okay. No, him, I, I, you know, we respect each other. You know, we're going to say, like, what are you doing this weekend? Do you care if I do this? Or even, you know, whatever. You just, you're checking in all the time. I know, but to not have to ask somebody is pretty nice. Isn't that nice? Oh, it, do you want yeah. me to wait to see this movie with you? Yeah, yeah it's really that, freaking or annoying. this TV series. I wanted to binge watch something, you know, you don't want to do that alone. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just as bad. So, yeah, whatever. It's both, it's both sides. Like, yeah. it is, it is really totally. nice being in a relationship and having a partner, but it's really probably very nice to go and be single again. Trust ah. me. Like, I get to help people all the time and I'm like I kind of wish I was you yeah. Yeah, it seems fun yeah be careful for what you wish for right yeah <laughs> totally exactly. I'm living through my friends who are divorced so oh and I was I'm telling him that that's different too because then you're it's an entirely different because then you're used goods well it's more than they just use goods there, there's just like a uh, younger guys have like this natural like you know non-hatred towards women but as soon as they've been divorced the men are like oh well you know you're just i've i've had men say that their ex-wife was just see you next tuesday want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do then check out the chictionary it's the wing girl methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format go get a copy of the Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. You know, I've had, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, the mother of their children, that's what he's calling him. You know, it's just, there's a hostility that's... Because she was. Well, she might have been. And he was an asshole his, too. That's his, what happened. Yeah, maybe in his position, you know, we don't know and it's not my position to judge, but younger guys don't have that hostility towards women the way that, you know, divorcees do towards each other sometimes. I, I agree with you. I totally agree yeah. with you. It's so difficult. Well, what kind of expectations do you think a, a guy should have or a woman Well, I want to go back to you. So what seems to be the issue? So there, so there really isn't an issue because you don't want to be dating. That's, I think you nailed it there. I mean, honestly, Kim, I think if you wanted to, you would be a lot more open to relationships. Unless you see it as a problem. Do you see it as a problem or do you think it's a problem because... I think I want to be more sexually active than I am. That's, ah, okay. that's where... But then, uh, but you're you're boyfriendy. Yes, he I, is. That's exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's you get boyfriendy. Yeah. And I also don't necessarily like to have sex. That's just like with a random person and because you're boyfriendy. Yeah. So, because so I, I get turned on when I know the other person, like when I have that emotional connection with the person. Yeah. So I do prefer to be in a relationship for like intimacy's sake. But I don't really need it for all the other reasons people might want a relationship right now. Well, you can still have a connection with somebody and be intimate with them without that's having a relationship. Right. And that's been very hard to find. That's why you need Not to go out to find, with older You just need to women. adjust the way that you're tackling that. Because most likely you act according to how a boyfriend would act uh, or somebody that wants to be in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. So you get into a relationship space. So, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That so if you wanted to be more casual, strange. like define casual and then follow yeah. that. Yeah. So I don't know exactly what you're doing, but I can just tell from talking to you, like yeah, that's you're somebody exactly right. who a woman would assume, yeah, you want to have a girlfriend. I would assume that about you. Exactly. Because you don't seem casual. Right, right, right. But you can adjust the way that you carry yourself a little bit, and that's like a, a longer conversation. Oh, but that's you an can, interesting conversation. I think we have time for it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. Let's dive right I into that. I think we have one. time for. But I, I, I say I want this. Also, I, I'm like, I'm very conflicted. Oh, so see, it goes back, goes to, back to what we said in the right. beginning. You got to know what you want, and then yeah. it comes a lot easier. But also, what but if right he things. goes for someone who he knows will not want a relationship? That's why I always love this older woman, younger men thing. Because if you're a young guy in the twenties and you're with someone who's like in late thirties, forties, 
you know, it's probably going to not end up as like a marriage because unless it's like, you know, like me and my boyfriend, there's a big age gap. But it's atypical that you you could then have this really intense, great sexually charged relationship without knowing in the long run that you're going to end up, you know, that she's going to want to get married and have kids and all that kind of stuff. Right. So that I'm saying he should go for someone older. Just to, to play with. Yeah. Okay, I think that's one option. We've also interviewed several women on this show that are around my age who just wanted casual sex. But then it might end up that you get feelings for each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then it's like, the- well, then why if we have casual sex, it's great. We have feelings for each other, it's great. Well, why wouldn't we go into the next step and have a relationship? But it's a kind of a, a crazy thing for me to ask, like, okay, I want someone who I'm going to have enough feelings for that I'm actually going to want that emotional connection to have sex with them, but not so many feelings that I actually want to be in a full-blown relationship with them because I don't have time and interest. This is, but That's what your mom's saying, go for somebody older who, right. like the likelihood of that working out as something long-term or seeing each other as long-term probably wouldn't happen and they'll be distracted with their own lives because they have their own stuff going on. Right. Totally. You're may also have saying already. that's not really who's attractive to you. Isn't, right. Uh, I don't know. I haven't found any. I also, given that I'm meeting people at parties and you know, friends of friends, it's very unlikely that I'm going to find someone five years out of my age range. Well, how much of an emotional connection do you need to have with somebody to be able to be sleeping with them? Like, what what do you this need to be? This is the question. Okay. This is this is really the question. It's, uh, it's not. This isn't like an abnormal thing at all. You Trust found- me, I'm a relationship person, but sometimes I don't want to be in a relationship. Mm. But I, I need to have that connection as well. But then I have that connection and then I want to spend more time with them or I want to be in that relationship. But then I don't. I, so I, I completely understand mm-hmm. where you're coming from. So it's just something that you can adjust yeah, yeah. for yourself. So you- yeah, go on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was going to, I had a couple questions. Okay. okay. One, is this a common thing that you see guys dealing with? Or... Not the guys that I deal with. So I would say some people come to me with this issue of I'm not really sure what I want and I'm getting things, but it's not really what I want or what I'm looking for and I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Most of most of the guys come to me saying, I want this, but I can't get it. Uh-huh. How do I get this? Right, right, they want right. a relationship. No, it's not, it's not about relationships. It's about options. Ah. Nobody's like, I, oh, I can't wait to fall in love and find the girl in my dreams. I don't hear I that very often. I thought that's what most of the people are Oh, no, no, no. Oh. But I, I would say that the end goal is for that. But I think first they want the options because they felt or they feel like they've never had the options, that they're so limited are you, in, in like their choices. like on a rating scale type of thing? Like are you saying that they feel like they want like a seven, eight, or nine? Oh, everybody and, wants a seven, eight, yeah. nine. I don't and think then, anybody comes and so says, "I want a four. So how do how do you t- how do you tell a guy who may not be a seven, eight, or nine? Well, guys are lucky; they don't have to be a seven, eight, or nine <laughs> to get a seven, eight, or nine. They can be a two and yeah, freaking and have, amazing, especially if they have a lot of money. No, I'm just kidding. No, that's a it, I mean that's a bonus as well. If you have money and you're awesome and you're charismatic and you dress well, like you, you could do a lot with. Not being as good looking as a man, uh, women and then the women, women on the other side have to have the the looks. I guess if you, they, yeah. I see. I I really believe looks is all in your mind. It's confidence that matters. Like a hundred percent. I always thought that. Like you know, and we talked about this before many times. Cam and I about you know one of the girls in his class when she was like in junior high had all the guys after her, and she was not the most attractive in the class. She certainly wasn't the conventionally best body and everything. And she had all the guys because she was so super confident and so friendly. and For such, sure. Uh, you know. But as a girl, you have to have that base there. 
there's got to be something. You can't be like yeah, a complete... Yeah, I mean, she wasn't heinous. Right, exactly. But yes, I, compl- I, I agree with you. Your personality def- definitely enhances who you are. So you said that you guys had also interviewed the owner of the Bunny Ranch, right? No. Two people that work there. Oh, two people yeah. that work there. Okay, so, so the owner of the Bunny Ranch was on our podcast. He is not good looking. No, he is mm-hmm. not. He is freaking charismatic. He is fat and gross and old. Wait, but you, I, would, you would have sex with him? Oh, yeah. I can see how people would. I don't. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd be in a long term relationship geez. with him. But I, I was like, I get it. I understand wow. why you're attractive. Immediately, what do you think I'm thinking? That damn disgusting, gross pubic hair that he probably has. I don't know why she thinks so. She always goes to the pubic hair. I have this That's vision. interesting. I have this vision of like, if I'm going to have sex with this guy, then he's probably going to be gross down there. I don't know. But I wonder if he was more than just pubic hair to you and the owner of the Bunny Ranch. If you got to know him and saw that he was charismatic and confident, I wonder if it wouldn't really matter as much. I don't know. I, I, I know, but I wonder. I don't because, know. Because That's the reason people, I won't go into these swinging lifestyles because I'm thinking, ooh, I'm going to get stuck with this. You know, my boyfriend's going to be having fun with five girls over there, getting a blowjob by all of them, and I'm going to be like, ew, I don't want to touch any of these guys. That's interesting. Yeah. Because maybe you wouldn't be like that. Maybe that's just a fear of yours. I don't know. We have to delve into that one yeah, day, seriously. too. seriously. I've I've wanted to experiment in that world, not as, like in a voyeuristic way, not in a participatory. way. I do it in an exhibitionist way. In what you do it in front I of people? Would, I would do. I haven't, but I'd be much more interested in doing that. Really? I That's interesting. That. Yeah, I, I thought I, if anything, you'd I'm want a to be voyeur. The voyeur. You're exi- uh, I'm a, really. I would like to no, but it would be with my boyfriend, not yes, like obviously. some random, disgusting, gross guy. That's what I'm saying. And you would want people watching you. I wouldn't mind that. That's a turn on to me. Oh my god. I, That's never, hilarious. I mean, like, this isn't my fantasy. Oh. This is not in reality. I have never done anything like this. I'm vanilla. We talked we're, about that. No, I'm we're, boring. We're stepping closer to making, I, I think he you He keeps are, pushing I, me into I'm doing this. I'm not pushing. I, fuck, do I, want, I don't want that at all. <laughs> so why don't you just try it? I don't know. It just hasn't, haven't, the opportunity hasn't arose, well, but arisen. You, but even what you're doing right now is like you're making up all these negatives that could potentially yeah. happen. I that's have to exactly, do the five, four, three, two, one thing. Yeah. Just go for it. Yeah, but that's yeah. what happens with all my clients. They they like highlight all the negatives right. and those go into their head about these things that could happen. I'm like, wow, do you know that these things could happen? Have you done it yet? Have you read the five second rule? You will love that book. I didn't even know there was a book for it. My, it's not the one that with your children. That for dropping food because that's a myth. I know. Well, I, I, this kid lived even though he ate dirt. So who, who cares? Yeah, exactly. You did. Oh, anyway, that's where your issues no, come from. The five, yes. the five second rule of everything is, by the way, if you have young children. Wait till you get with the, in their 20s. They, it's all Ugh, my fault. I know, they get disgusting, right? <laughs> no, they get even better. Oh, they get better. Okay. I know they get dirty and smelly. No, I have two boys. they get awesome. Uh, oh, the boys are the best. And, and my daughter, too. So. Uh- uh, there's, yeah. there's three children, and uh, they're all. We just in- figured out who mom's favorites are. Oh, oh, interesting. No, no, no. I know I'm it all saying, comes out on the podcast. When I, say, yeah. when I say boys are the best, I mean easiest. There's yeah. no question. I know I've heard that. Just easy. I know I come from three girls. I oh was, like, God! I basically tore my poor father. Yeah, off. Yeah, he, yeah. There's no say in the household oh. at all. Oh, so I was very man. happy to have boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, how do we get on that subject? <laughs> we were all over the Five place. Five second rule. Five yeah, second sorry. Rule, yeah. That's what happens with me. I, uh, I end up going down Mel a million Robbins different paths. Rule can apply to all that, what you, what you were just saying. Basically, she would, she, you and her would be simpatico because her whole thing is your brain in five seconds will tell you not to do something. So you have five, four, three, two, one, and you need to act See, on I it. I have the three second rule. Oh, wait, three seconds. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. It's three, two, one, go. When I first started doing what wow. I was doing 13 years ago, uh, I had these bracelets made, like rubber band bracelets, because I 
well, now it's in my hair, but typically I wear um, elastic band around my wrist because in the I used to be very shy, and I, I was, was shy too, which is yeah. so weird that you know. But this is how it happens. Yeah. It's like this is how you learn to be unshy is by teaching other people, you know, to get over it. And so what I had done was I would wear this uh, hair elastic around my wrist, and whenever I was nervous, I would go three, two, one. I would snap the rubber band, and then I would go and do what I wanted to do. So I made these rubber bands to give out to my clients. Good call. Yeah. Very very good behavior. But I, I think you and Mel would get along great. <laughs> Sounds like you would. I never met her, but I, I would love to because it really did uh, alter the way I was thinking about a lot of things. Good. Uh, can I have yours back on the track a little bit? Yes, please continue to do that because I know that we can go off. No, I, so I was curious. You said change the way that you're presenting yourself. So that you don't, that I don't appear as like a boyfriendy and give off more of a vibe like, hey, I'm just looking at fun. Relax. Everyone can relax. Here. If you can think that in your mind, you can write it or write it down in your phone or stick it on a piece of paper in your back pocket and constantly remind yourself of that. That's his mantra. And when he meditates, yeah, it would be it would be helpful to your interactions because I'm I guessing am not a boyfriend. Like when, I am not a boyfriend. Yeah, I am. A, I'm a Casanova. I'm a yeah. Don Juan. I, or I don't want to be a boyfriend. Yeah. And just remember that. So in the way, so I need to know more of the things that you are doing when you're interacting with women. So like, are you asking really personal questions? Are you? Oh yeah. So stop doing that. <laughs> no, what did you think of the meaning of life? I, and I Deepak do, Chopra. I do feel weird. I, I feel inauthentic if I don't uh, express that part of myself because that's a big part of. To and be, it's probably to a huge vulnerable. turn on for you as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like. It was. It's actually like super off-putting to me if I don't know the person and we're hooking up. I'm like, who the fuck is this person? But what are what is it that you want to know? Like, what kind of questions do you ask people? Kind of what what I, what I is the know. meaning of life? He would like to have. Listen, that I've had understood. great conversations with people like that too, and then I've slept with them, and it's nothing more afterwards. So you hussy yeah. you. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> So, I mean, you can you can totally meet at the mind. It's about how you carry yourself afterwards. So, mm. like, you can have great deep conversation, but it's it's how you act towards them. If you talk about plans in the future, if you hold them after you mm. have sex, if you like, so I had this one client who Wait, is that good or bad if you're holding them after the sex? Are you saying that no, you should not be? That's that's intimate. If, that's if intimacy, I'm trying, right? If, if I'm you're trying, trying to disconnect after sex, you don't yeah. do the whole cuddling thing. No, you can you can you can cuddle for a second, but I wouldn't say like wake up in the morning and cuddle with each other and snuggle and then say, what do you want to do for breakfast? Mm -hmm. Like things like that. So I had this one client who contacted me like a long time ago and he said, I, you know, I have this, this issue that um, all the girls that I sleep with end up falling in love with me. So I said, okay, well, what is it that you're doing? And it ended up that he was doing very boyfriend behaviors. Mm -hmm. So this one woman who he had slept with, he had learned Tantra like a very long time ago when he was young from this older woman who was like a cougar. Thank you. And so that's how he had learned about pleasuring women. So that's, first of all, the experience that he gives to these younger women that he's dating is like a rockin' sexual experience that they've never had before. So right away, that woman's going to be thinking, oh my God, if I'm feeling this with you, we must have some sort of strong connection. Plus, he's having wonderful conversation with them because he's a, an intellect. Mm. But the things that he was doing was that if they were like shaking after they had sex, he would go and he would draw them a bath and he would light them candles and he would, you know, say, go take a bath. Jeez, and he would my wash them afterwards. would never do that. Exactly. But so like things like that that were very intimate afterwards and boyfriending, and mm -hmm. he would like cuddle with them and hold them and then talk to them about 
about things. Mm-hmm. And I don't want you to cut yourself off completely and just be like a dick to girls after you sleep with them. Mm. But I, I think that those things are extremely intimate to do with And it's somebody. mixed messages. If you're saying, you're going into this saying, well, this is just going to be a one night thing or even a casual relationship. And then you're right. doing all this I, stuff that, that is very intimate. So it's... it's it, yeah. No and I don't think you're doing those things. I don't think you're going yeah. to that you're extreme. But you're going to the extreme of probably contacting them the next day and continuing to contact mm-hmm. them on a regular basis. So this is like the dumbed down version of it, which I'm guessing you're doing because you're a nice guy. Yeah. Or making plans with them. Mm-hmm. things that you may not want to be doing or may mm-hmm. not know yet that you don't want to be doing, mm-hmm. but they're setting you up to say, we're dating. Yeah. As opposed to, we're having fun and being casual even though we click at the mind. Right, But right. there's nothing more here. Mm-hmm. So by saying, be more casual, I, I'm being serious with that. Be more casual and don't yeah. feel the need to have to be that nice guy who then texts every day. Yeah, well, I think my defense, my defense mechanism against doing that was I, I kind of realized that, oh, that's kind of where I'm going and oh, I'd feel, oh, it's never a fun feeling of, like letting someone down, you know, and, and also like I'm, I feel like I'm kind of, ah, there's like a lot of hangups there. So then I was like, fuck it, I'm not going to see anyone for points of time. <laughs> and then he breaks up with people that don't even know they're dating him. <laughs> that yeah, and, and and then I end up in those situations where I'm like, all right, well, when I want to date, I better call this whole fucking thing off. And, and so, they're like, who are you? <laughs> yeah, so you're, did, you're also taking it more seriously than they are. Totally, he's had he's had well, a sexual encounter it, on this pot talked about on this podcast where this girl's like, hey, it was great sex, and that was the end of it. And he was like, what? <laughs> I thought we were engaged. <laughs> no, I was like, I was like, that was not a good experience for me. But it was, in, I don't know. I, I think I'm, I am in a very uh, self-discovery state. This is, I think, what you forget at 29. That you, it, it's hard to know what you want and uh, you know, and and process like, oh, it's okay to treat someone. I'm okay with treating someone like this. I'm, and this is kind of what I expect from this whole situation. It's kind of egocentric to think that you're that great, anyway. Though, like you know, like the women can be using you, not using you, but enjoying sex with you just as much as you're enjoying sex with them without expecting you to be in love with them. Totally. Okay, I you've obviously agree done with a good that. job as a mom as well because of the way that he's acting towards other individuals, let alone women. Thank you. He's very kind. He's a, he, 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 inconsiderate he's super, towards he's other people. Kind. Yes, yes. And I, that I, is a it's a wonderful I trait. I didn't raise no fuck boy. Yeah. <laughs> we've had that. <laughs> I know, but he's like, all I want to be is a fuck boy. Why can't <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we've interviewed it's, those. It's confusing yeah, though. I know. Because, because I it, 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 you kind of want everything, but it's hard to get. Trust me, in my head, I want to be a huge whore. I, I could never do it. Yeah. Why? Because I, I don't believe in it. I don't. I I can't do those things. It's just I didn't. I don't even have about it with your husband. Like, hey, you know, uh, what if we tried? You know, oh, with bring, my husband, I'm I'm fine with no, doing I'm not those bringing things. Somebody else. In, in, no, or, I don't or even. Having you open the marriage up to do that. Because I, I don't really want to do in my mind. See, I do that's because what in my I'm mind, saying. I'm saying the same thing to you that I, you asked me before. Why don't you go and do the exhibition? Because it's all mo- it's much more. It's, it's more fun in your head. It's more for me. It's even more fun talking about these things and actually doing them sometimes. There but again, some go. of it may be fear. But like, I I could have had multiple opportunities to do very, you know. Sexual, open, slut. I don't even want to call it slutty anymore. But like, why? Just, slutty is re- being redefined. Okay, inter- good. We then just there you interviewed go. Jupiter slut. There you go. Fine. But like, so I, 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 in my mind, would want to do those things. But it's because I think I'm supposed to. 
Mm. Or I would have. I think I was supposed to have those experiences, not because exactly. I actually want to do it. And so, but that's that's about getting to know who you are. And yes, at twenty nine, you may not know that yet, right? And not may not be settled with the fact that this is who you are and proud of it and owning it. Totally. Yeah. And there are times where I'm like, yeah, this is exactly. I'm very comfortable with this. And then there are times where I'm like, but maybe it is that just fear preventing me from going forward with this. And maybe if I took a different angle, I'd find like uh, that there is there are people that I could be in casual relationships with that. So that that's where the or you might comes find in. the love of your life, and then you'll change your mind again. Who cares? Yeah, you've had good relationships too. He's had good relationships. Yeah, thank you. Which is great because I never did. I was like married at twenty three. I mean, I mean, I had like one relationship other that I considered like really good before that. So that's that's the benefit now to people in their twenties. Oh, I think they awesome. do it way better. They're smarter. Like I didn't get married till I was twenty nine. My husband wasn't. He was thirty nine. When he got married. So he had a lot of fun underneath his belt. And then, you know, he wanted to have kids right away. I'm like, no way. I just started having fun. We're just enjoying each other. So I made him wait for having kids because I was like, no, I'm enjoying this. Whereas a lot of my friends got married a lot younger and had kids right away. And I'm, if I did that, I'm sure I would be saying I was very happy to do that. But I'm happy that I got that time to be me and figure out more about myself before I had kids. Because I honestly, Having kids has rocked my world, so I don't. I think if I didn't have that confidence that I had built up during that time, I, I think I would be not as good. We were talking about that as well. We were just saying how, like, you have kids young, like your whole world is just about the kids, and it's not really about yourself. It's not even close to being about it's yourself. Basically, you're a breeder. Yeah, <laughs> you are. Even when, especially when you go out with the grandparents, it's like everyone's swooping over this child. We are like 40 minutes in. So I think if we have any final questions. Um, Man, Kim, I'm sure you got a bunch more for her. I do. But <laughs> well, well let's, let's save them for when we're doing we, my podcast. Yes. So how do people find your your stuff if they wanted to um, see your so work? So we just slipped, slipped. We just switched over to Libsyn, which goes onto SoundCloud and iTunes and Stitch. And I think it goes onto all the normal platforms. It does. But, I, but I'm noticing that like our numbers are a little bit different. So I think it's not going onto some platforms. We had, We've been going we had the same thing. Okay, yeah. that too. Yeah, so yeah, so anyway, scary. you find it on iTunes or I, most likely on any platform that you're using to find I podcasts. found it on YouTube. On YouTube. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, so then that was my mistake. So I, when we went over to Libsyn, it said you can publish to YouTube. So I thought I was going to do, oh, publish this episode, which I thought was kind of cool to just like do a little video of it. Published all of our podcast episodes all at once, like all 240 of them. So I was like, shit. So I had to take it. It was just I way didn't too even many. know you could do that. Maybe we should do that. Yeah. yeah, for you guys, for sure. But my YouTube channel is my video, so it was just like it wasn't <laughs> very helpful because I want people to be able to see that there's video content there, not right. just like a whole bunch of podcasts. Anyway, but yes, you can find it on YouTube as well, um, and just type in "Ask Women Podcast" and then it pops up. Yeah, I love your podcast. I highly thank recommend you. It to and our I listeners. love I you. love your podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Well. Thank you, Marty, for You're coming welcome. on the show. Marty the wing girl. Yeah. Uh, we often end with the same question, which is, have you ever been, I guess, have you ever walked in on a parent or vice versa having having sex? No. Aww. I wish I walked into my parents. My parents don't have sex. <laughs> How do you know that? I'm very certain they don't have sex. I, I'm a very vocal person. I, t- I talk to my parents. I know they don't have sex and they have not had sex in what, a very long time. When did they stop having sex? That I don't know, but they have been sleeping in different bedrooms since... I was a baby. That's kind of nice. 
I mean, it is nice. <laughs> it is nice as long as long as they were sneaking up. And I mean, yeah. they, I have two other sisters, so I know they were having Apparently sex at some sex point. Three times, exactly. But I, yeah, I don't. They, they don't anymore. Um, I wish I walked in on them having sex. That's hilarious. But they're ve- they're very open to talking about. Like my mom, when I was younger, she had like uh, stick figures that she drew of all of my family members naked and would like talk to me about the body and about sex and That's stuff. Great. So like she's very comfortable talking about that stuff. But yeah, they don't have sex. I just wait till your kid walks in on you having sex. I can't even imagine. Oh. Come, come back on a podcast and tell us about it. <laughs> yeah. I will. Thank you, Marnie. Thank you. Bye-bye. We had a pleasure. Hey you, this is Marnie and thanks for listening to the Ask Women podcast. Hey, do me a favor. Take a quick moment to give us some feedback on our iTunes page. We'd really love to know what you think of us. And also, give us five stars just because. 